Yeah, go ahead and bring Leon in. Let's, what, quote, okay, you push the button. Go ahead. I thought you gave me. Jared, go ahead. Go there ahead. We go. Why are you pushing buttons, Jared? And, uh, uh, he, he gave me the nod. I thought I was in control. Uh, well, yeah, see, James is saying it didn't shut down for him either. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it did. Some people couldn't see it. So that's okay. Like I said, we're, we're like I said welcome to welcome to episode one hundred three and a half. There you go. Um, so if you did see the grudge match uh, with Seventh Day Slumber and Anoxia, uh, Seventh Day Slumber was video number one. Anoxia <laughs> was video number two. Uh, yeah, see, some people are saying mine was still up. Yeah, and people were saying, I don't know, maybe across town in Pensacola is a different country. I don't know. Who knows? It, it may be. Uh, but anyway, so video, number, one or video number two, put it in the comments. Uh, Seventh Day Slumber or Anoxia, just do that. And uh, we'll count the votes here. Uh, no, oh, and my Samsung was working. <laughs> Team Apple. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so let's let's get back into the things that we were talking about. So Leon's joining us. Um, and Midnight Fracture is his newest project. And like we were saying, tell us who all is in the band. Me, myself, and I, and Logic Pro's MIDI drums uh, are the band members of Midnight Fracture. So this is Midnight Fracture as it exists now is my solo project. Um, and the, I had the idea to want or the desire to want to do something on my own that was just purely me and my creative mind for about the last two years um just i've only just now been able to have the time and the desire and motivation to do so and and so let's lead up to this so okay. um you were in love to hate and for then a long time and then yeah. and then you moved and you left love to hate Yes. And then you were back in love to hate and then you were gone from love to hate again. Um, so you don't have to give us any dirt or any, I'm, I don't know what happened there, but kind of what's, st what steered you through those areas to get you to where you're at now through love to hate. So as, as far as the first time um, I was offered what I thought was going to be a dream job, which led me away. Turns out there were a few things about said dream job that I was lied to about. And it became a nightmare of a job, uh, which led me and my wife to want to come back home to Mobile. Um, when I told the guys in Love the Hate uh, that, hey, I'm, I'm coming back home, I was invited to come back and, and join the band again. And I did for a brief period of time, but when I came back, um, I, I, I don't want to get too much into it, but just the vibe didn't feel right. It didn't feel like the same band that I had left just a few months previous. And it seemed like the direction was going in a way where I no longer felt like I was a fit for the band where, where it's going. Um, there's no bad blood. Like I'm still close to everybody. I, I, I spoke to Frank on the phone last week. I talked to Marshall still every now and then. I even past members of Love the Hate. I spoke to Doc and Troy. I spoke to Troy earlier today. I spoke to Doc a couple of days ago. Troy, um, Troy, Troy's new stuff is killer. Yeah. So like I'm there's it's just one of those things where it's, you know, 
four wheels were going this way and this wheel wanted to kind of go this way. And um, so that's what ended up leading me to leave. And yeah, I, I miss it. And I, I miss being with those guys. I mean, I dedicated almost seven years of my life to the project. So it, it's something I will, I'll, I, I miss and I'm always going to look fondly on, but it's on to the next thing. Truly understandable. Um, so we're, so we're going to, the, the song's called I'm fine. Yes. Um, tell us a little bit about your first single. So the first single is a little bit, it, it's kind of a proof of concept. My pilot episode to this dramatic sitcom that's going on in my head. Um, uh, this project is deeply personal to me because of me. It is basically just me unfiltered. I don't have any outside voices telling me play it like this or sing it like this or change this lyric. I, it's me. It's me and my producer in the room ha hammering it out. And so the lyrics are deeply personal. A lot of it is an inner monologue. You know, I'm, you know, to peel back the curtain, this is not necessarily unique, but I suffer greatly from depression and anxiety and like most artists do. It's not a new, unique story. Um, but that's where a lot of this comes from. The, the name itself came from, I had a panic attack at midnight on a Friday. So the name kind of just, when I was thinking of names for the project, that's what spurred me and inspired me to want to just say, all right, time to get off my ass and actually do this. Um, that's where the name came from. So like all of this is very, is deeply personal to me. Um, the, so the lyrics are my own inner monologue or actual events or stories that have happened in my life. So the, like I said, the first single is basically about the greatest lie I've ever told that a lot of people tell, you, you know, you get asked, Hey man, how you doing? How's your day? Your immediate response is, I'm good. I'm fine. How many times has that been a lie? Well, for me, it's 90% of the time. And that's essentially the crux of what the song is about. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and play it now. And then we're going to come back and uh, we're going to see if we can pull Jared off a of mute and see if he's got anything that he wants to talk to you about. I'm just waiting for my chance to pounce. You know, I don't like to over talk. All right. So, so here we go. This is I'm fine. It is a lyric video from Midnight Fracture. It'll be the first time the video has been seen. It'll be the second time the single's <laughs> been played. So remember when you originally that. sent it to me, Leon? I was yes. like, I was like, oh, this is cool. I like it. I actually played it on the homegrown show that weekend. Really? <laughs> he didn't know you didn't want him to not play. I it. didn't know He's... you didn't want it played at that time. So, I mean, go ahead. I didn't. I, was, yeah, I didn't. I wish I had known. Uh, I would have turned in. Normally, I, I'm, I'm typing. Okay, featuring this band. Blah 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 blah. I just didn't do one that weekend. So, and then when you were talking about, hey, the single's going to release and all that, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what this was about the homegrown show, though. <laughs> was anybody not listening that night? But no, I'm sure they were. Um, but anyways, here is I'm fine. It is Midnight Fracture backslash everybody named Leon Craft is in the band. So here it there is. You and you are seeing it first on the South. 
lots of lots of good reaction uh in the comments people loving it man yeah man yeah yeah a little shaky there okay yeah that's stepping out there dude on your like you said on your own i mean there's nothing uh it's, it's definitely different when you don't got four other dudes behind you <laughs> right that's right for sure so uh yeah so my questions uh kevin said i was on mute earlier uh, I was sitting there <laughs> contemplating what I wanted to ask, but so writing the the music, you know, yourself there, uh, you mentioned you are working with a producer or were you just joking and it's you? No, I am working with a producer. I'm working with uh, Charlie Hadley, who has formerly worked with Love the Hate. He's recorded Love the Hate, Rise of the Phoenix, uh, band, uh, metal bands like Accessum. Um, so it's one of those where him, I, after I had my, mental breakdown and i decided look, i need to do this the very next day i messaged charlie and like hey i want to record a record with you um i have these i, I have these songs ideas i have these concepts he, he became interested in the project so i'm the primary writer but like you know he does what the producer does a good producer kind of joins your band for the moment and it lays on those extra ears and you know he has never told me what to play, but he said, try it like this or try it like that. So then we A and B it. Arrangements. And we A and B it and like, all right, do we like it this way? Do we like it the original way? And that creates the song. Um, but it's it's honestly always a, pl a pleasure to work with with Charlie. And I would encourage any just inspiring bands to reach out to charlie hadley to work with because he is amazing I, I i want him to be able to do this full time that because that's what we're all going after so i, I want to raise him up too yeah yeah that's great man are you uh are you tracking this with him or are you doing that at home like you said with logic and then bringing it to him or emailing or how, how what's that process like uh, I'm tracking it with him. So like with I I create the original concepts and then I go in there and I'm like, all right, this is this is what I'm doing. Right. Here's the tempo, hit record, and then we start to build the song. Right. Right. Guitar, uh do you write I know you play bass in most of the stuff I've seen you do. Uh I'm assuming you write on the guitar first, uh for for yes. this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, write on guitar first. And funny thing is like I never was a bass player. I, okay. The, the Gulf Coast music scene for the last eight years only knows me as a bass player because when I moved to Mobile in 2014, in October of 2014, so actually almost eight years to the day, I was hired by this band called As Vulture Circle as the rhythm guitar player. The very next day, the bass player quit. So I happen to have a cheap left-handed rogue bass sitting in a storage closet, that $99 bass you can get on Musician's Friend. And... I was like, all right, cool, I'll play. But it's supposed to be a temporary thing. Eight yeah. years later, I'm still fucking yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've always been a guitar player, and actually, uh, I pretend to be a vocalist. I've fronted bands before. And the last time I fronted a band, I was 19. But I'm getting to kind of now showcase some skills uh, to the Gulf Coast that I haven't had the opportunity to do so yet. And um, apparently, I kind of still got it. So, like... There you go. Yeah, yeah. The the bass players are so hard to come by, man. If the, I'm sure when those guys saw you pick that up, they're like, "All right, we're just gonna hit where he's staying now." You know what I mean? Like before we go try to find another guy, it's too damn hard. It's just no, that's it's, your job now. 
No one told me at the time. But. Right. Oh, they probably had a meeting and was like, just don't tell him, okay? And just don't bring it up. <laughs> Let him keep playing the bass. But uh, oh, that's tell him we're looking at him. We're really not. Yeah, yeah. Put some posts out or something, but uh, he's he's going to stay on base. Yeah. That actually what, uh, did happen once. <laughs> yeah. Uh, trust me. I know exactly how that went. I wasn't even there. Uh, what, what, what is the, what's the plans moving forward with this, you know, being you yourself and yourself, um, so to continue to track or, you know, you want to bring this out live eventually. I'm sure that's the goal, right? That that's, that is definitely the goal. Um, so as far as I'm, I'm still in the process, I'm recording and writing an EP right now, as much as I'm like you, Jared, I'm old school. I like full albums, but singles and EPs are kind of the way to go because the average consumer has the attention span of a goldfish at nowadays. We, um, we said it on the, on the last show. I think it was the last show, but I, I, and we've said it on a thousand shows about, you know, EP, uh, or excuse me, a uh, single video, you know, with a video, single mm -hmm. with a video, single with a video and keep doing that. I get it. I totally understand that that is where we're at. My suggestion was, I think last episode was that, is there a way that with enough forethought on the part of the artist that we can still have an album that, but that you, you know, I guess you'd have to have the material pretty much a bulk of it done prior to going in. Right. And then record as much of it as you can, which that may not be feasible today. I don't know as far as timing goes, but if you had six or seven songs done, then you could release them that way. And then at the end of it, bulk them together, maybe kick on an extra song and it's still an album, right? It's just how yeah. you let it go. And that, that's at least for the EP. That's kind of the idea because tracking for the second song, the second that I'm the second single is already done. So I've already tracked a second single. I'm starting pre-pro on a third. Um, I plan to do a live action video, so like me actually acting in front of a camera for the second one. Um, uh, if you, it could be because I'm biased because it's new to me but if you liked the first one you're really gonna like the second one because i i said the first this i'm fine is my proof of concept this next one that i've already tracked i don't know I'm, I'm planning my release on that one now is i have a little bit more confidence in in myself on this second song um Especially but after tonight. Look at the comments over there. I yeah, yeah I, I actually have it up, up on my computer screen. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to avoid looking over there. But um, as far as the future of Midnight Fracture, like I said, as it exists at this moment, it's my solo project. But I'm kind of, I'm kind of Dave Grohling this thing where I'm writing the initial stuff, and eventually, yes, I want to turn this into a, a band that plays out live and actually tries and goes and do does the thing yeah so when i'm ready i will be actively recruiting musicians and to to make all the noise and the beats and the bangs behind me well, while i pretend to be a vocalist if, if you're a, a musician out there watching right now uh start getting in his put the bug in his ear now if you're interested and uh, let him know you're there you know yeah who I, knows I what they listen yeah that's a whole different process though man like you said we you led with i mean taking an idea on a guitar and then molding it into a full song. Um, but then, and that happens all the time. I, I get it, but not having the the feedback, it's good that you're working with a producer because that, that, that outside ear is, is very important. You yeah, know what I mean? I always start with like, I build the song around the riff, right? Like I have this cool riff 
Right. Cool. All right. Let's build. Let's build. Let's build. So I, everything always starts with the riff as the basis. And I have a lot of riffs, uh, a lot of riffs that I wanted to use and love to hate that weren't, that didn't necessarily fit because it was a different style. Like the, the style I'm doing now is a style I've always wanted to do. It's the, the style that's always been in my head, which I've, I've always listened to heavier music. And, you know, in the, the mid two thousands when metalcore was huge, like that was my jam. You know, yeah. on bullet from a Valentine, Avenged Sevenfold. Like that's that's the era I grew up in, and that was my formative years when I started playing instruments. So like that kind of feel and style is the way I usually write when I sit down with a guitar. Anyway, so some of these riffs that I'm going to be unveiling, I've had since I was a teenager, and I've just never been able to use. Cool, man. Cool. That's awesome. That is awesome. All right, Kevin, your mic's on mute now. What you got? Oh, I'm just, uh, you know, trying to do multiple things at the same time. I'm listening to you guys talk, but at the same time, we just had two food trucks sign up for Rocking the Sound. So I'm getting all that together. So we're up to four food trucks, and that means we only have room for one more food truck. Uh, uh Who's going to get it? So, yeah, so we got one food truck left for that. So I've kind of been listening, and I – I can tell you, I, I don't know. And Jared knows I'm not a musician. I, I, I do my best to understand what everybody's talking about and I can YouTube stuff and Google stuff and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I can't imagine doing it all on your own. I, I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time walking by myself, much less putting myself out there and saying, Hey, this, this is 100% me. I have a hard time telling Jared how I feel about stuff. Sometimes I just keep it all bottled up. Yeah. And and you're, you're putting it all out there. Everything. I mean, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm being probably it's on, on some of the lyrics that I have, I'm being a, probably a little bit more honest than I maybe should, but I, I actually, no, I'm going to take that back. Cause I think if, if you're being a hundred percent honest in your craft, no matter what it is, if it's coming from an, a real place and it, it's something you actually feel and something that you've actually lived, it, it, that comes across. Like if, right. if, if you're being fake, I feel like people can tell. Um, For sure. So yeah, like I'm, I'm going to be saying some things that, I've been keeping myself for the last eight years. Um, so I'm, I'm nervous and, and terrified, but also just extremely excited at the same time. I love it, man. That's, that's the beauty of music. It's cathartic. You know, you put yourself out there. It's a little bit of a vulnerable state. Uh, but when, you know, people give you the good feedback and, and you put it out there to the world, that that's what makes it worthwhile my opinion absolutely and it, it's definitely it's it's definitely therapy for me right and i'm i know i am not alone in this music has literally saved my life oh yeah, music sure. is why i am still physically sitting here speaking to you too and like i said my story may be sad but it's not unique but i'm still going to tell it you know right right well we appreciate you uh letting us play it here and debuting it uh even though kevin debuted it two weeks ago <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, we appreciate you always jumping on the show with us, man. And absolutely, uh, thank you so much. Dude, I love that you say you know the Gulf Coast because we obviously Mobile, you know, is included in that Pensacola area. Like that's uh, that's our that's our turf, man, and that's how we feel about it. So whether it's you know the Louisiana side, Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, it's the Gulf Coast, and we love that, and especially in the music scene. Absolutely. And speaking of which, I'd like to, because they they had a little bit of adversity, but I do want to plug a show going on this Saturday at the Juke Joint, a venue we all know and love. Um, Altered Son, uh, my boy Troy, who is also a former member of Love the Hate and Envision. Uh, they had a couple, there was originally four bands on that bill. A couple fell off, but they, they pushed through some adversity and the show is still going on at 10 PM at the juke joint this Saturday, but it's now a free show. I will be there, uh, and, and hanging out and just as, as someone who's been through and having to, to push through to make stuff happen. I really appreciate what they did to make that show still happen. And I, de- I want to like come out. Watch the show. Two great bands. Absolutely. And Altered Son, uh, we will be adding their new song, Raining Down, to the station this week. Um, it's it's some good stuff. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, it's on Spotify now. The uh, lyric video is out. Altered Son, Raining Down is the name of it. Uh, they've done an excellent, excellent job. And, of course, they'll be joined by Envision. Uh, so it's going to be a, a good time at the good old juke joint coming up on Saturday night. Love it, man. But uh, oh, some more housekeeping, I guess I should do. Um, so the single officially releases this Friday. It's going to be on all streaming platforms. It'll be on TikTok. You can use it as a sound on your TikToks. You, it'll be on Facebook. You can use it in your Facebook stories. Um, and Yes, Midnight Fracture has a TikTok. I just haven't posted anything yet because I'm still Man, trying we got, to figure out. We, we got a TikTok too, and we don't know how to use it. Really, my wife is going to run the TikTok because I'm like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Help. <laughs> yeah. Well, good deal, man. Are you got the Facebook page for it and everything? Instagram, all that. Yes, I do. As a matter of fact, in the chat, I'm yeah, going just drop to drop the link. Yep. I'm going to post a link. It's in all my links where it has all the pertinent. Um, Socials, but yes, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Bandcamp, and, and Spotify is also on there for when the song actually does go live. Um, but yeah, all all those things right there in the okay. chat, right? Hell yeah, man! Well, thanks for jumping uh, jumping on here with us tonight. We really appreciate it. Absolutely, it's always a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. We really appreciate the support. If you want to stay up to date with all the things we're doing here at The Sound, be sure to download our free radio app. It's in the App Store or Google Play. Just type in The Sound 228. It'll come right up. Download it on your phone. Listen to all the killer new music that Kevin and I are trying to promote to the masses. You can stay up to date with all of our social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can also download the episodes of the podcast and The Homegrown Show all right there inside of the app. Go download it now. You won't be disappointed. And once again, we are the sound. We are New Rock.